0: the Lord be with you a reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke the two disciples recounted what had taken place on the way and how Jesus was made known to them in the breaking of the bread while they were still speaking about this he stood in their midst and said to them peace be with you but they were startled and terrified and thought that they were seeing a ghost then he said to them, why are you troubled? And why do, you, why do questions arise in your hearts? Look at my hands and my feet, that it is I myself. Touch me and see, because a ghost does not have flesh and bones, as you can see I have. And as he said this, he showed them his hands and his feet. While they were still incredulous for joy and were amazed, he asked them, have you anything here to eat? they gave him a piece of baked fish. He took it and ate it in front of them. He said to them, "'These are my words that I spoke to you while I was still with you, that everything written about me in the law of Moses and in the prophets and the Psalms must be fulfilled.' Then he opened their minds to understand the scriptures. And he said to them, "'Thus it is written that the Christ would suffer and rise from the dead on the third day, and that repentance for the forgiveness of sins would be preached in his name to all the nations beginning from Jerusalem. You are witnesses of these things. The Gospel of the Lord. So today is truly a glorious day. For those of you that don't know, today is a glorious day because it's Easter. Still. It's awesome being Catholic because we get to celebrate Easter for longer than what we celebrated Lent. It's such a glorious thing. But it's even more glorious because we get to celebrate two candidates Who were baptized a long time ago who are entering into the full communion of the catholic church they get to join the body of christ there's nothing more glorious than that and we who are here get to celebrate that with them now mackenzie and hayden have for i believe the last year and a half if not two years have been studying church teaching and the Catholic way of doing things and sacraments and what does it mean when we do this and why do we do that and what did Jesus mean exactly when he said that because you know some of these things are a little confusing and so for about a year and a half they've been learning these things but they haven't been learning them just for the sake of learning the rules I want to emphasize that They've been entering into a deeper relationship with Jesus Christ, a real person. And you can't get to know and enter into a relationship with somebody unless you get to know them. And how do you get to know them? By spending time with them, by communicating with them, by talking with them, by listening to them, by getting to know their story. That's how all of us are getting to know Jesus Christ. That's how all of us get the privilege to enter into that deeper relationship with this person who has such an effect on our lives. But again, the end result of this is not just to be good people. If that was the end result, anybody could do it. But that's not the end result. The thou shalts and the thou shalt nots is only where we begin. It's like a little child. You can't just start off with a little kid and expect them to do algebra, right? I don't know any little five-year-olds that can do algebra. Now, Brother Marius might have been able to, but I know I couldn't. (laughs) Now, however, they have to start somewhere, right? They have to start with one plus one equals two. Or you have to start with don't put your hand on that it's hot or yeah bath time is good bedtime is good these things are good and we do them for a purpose we do them for a reason that's how we all learn so but we begin with the thou shalts and the thou shalt nots because that's the basic understanding where all of us have to start And then we grow and we develop and we grow into deeper relationship both with ourselves and with our parents and with those that we live with and those that we're around. But it all starts with the basic common, you should do this, you shouldn't do that. So we don't leave it there. What we do is we enter into a deep relationship with a person. And Easter reminds us of this. The world wants to trivialize that relationship. Because if we trivialize that relationship, if we minimize it and we take it down to the most basic, then it's easy. Because all you have to do is follow the rules. That's easy. For most of us. For some of us. Well, okay, maybe not. It's a good place to start, right? But we can't trivialize that beginning and we can't trivialize that relationship because it goes deeper than that. It affects who we are. It affects how we think. It affects how we interact with each other. But more importantly, it draws us deeper into a spiritual reality that we don't get in any other way. And I know all of you have heard me say this before. All of us are material and spiritual. We're a melding of body and spirit. And if we, if we ignore one part of that or we don't develop and grow one part of that, we're not becoming the whole people that we're meant to be. And so what we're doing here is we're celebrating what Jesus Christ did for us. Now this is important, because by the resurrection, by Jesus' life, death, and resurrection, what he did for us was take our material goods, our material body, our createdness, and elevated it to the spiritual. There was a big chasm that was created through original sin. There was no way that we could enter into heavenly anything until Jesus Christ became man. And then when Jesus Christ became man, taught us how to live, showed us what it is to live, then suffered and died. defeated death in that instant and then when he rose when he rose from the dead he took our material bodies with him so that us who live as a part of him can also rise when it's our time and this isn't just some basic resurrection like oh look the guy was dead now he's back to life oh okay that's that's great Jesus did that multiple times, and we hear about it. Lazarus, the daughter of Jairus, and a multitude of other times. That's not the resurrection we're talking about. We're talking about an actual change in state where he takes our mortal body, he takes his mortal body, and elevates it so that time and space no longer are boundaries. Death and limitation doesn't exist for him. That, brothers and sisters, is what we pray to participate in. That is what our hope is. And that really should give us hope. If nothing else, the resurrection should be awe-inspiring. It should knock us out of our comfort zone and think, wow, we profess to believe in that person, That God, because we hope to do that one day. We hope that God will do that for us one day. But more importantly, while we're here, we have the opportunity to continue to grow. We have the opportunity to continue to become more and more and more in Christ every day. That means letting go of our own preconceptions. That means letting go all of the things that we think we know and allowing God to enter our minds. Remember, a change of mind, a change of heart, this is conversion. And that, brothers and sisters, is what we seek after. Because the more we change our minds, the more we turn to Christ, In every aspect of our lives, the more we become like him, the more we learn from him, the more we're able to participate in him. I heard somebody once say, the whole point of Jesus is to bring heaven and earth together. That floored me but we're about ready to celebrate a sacrament where that's exactly what happens. Through physical being, through physical oil, through water, through bread and wine, the spiritual comes into the material just like Jesus did, and it's elevated to a heavenly purpose where you and I are all transformed through it. Once we go through the waters of baptism, once we're confirmed, every time we receive the Eucharist, we become different. Those are important things to remember during Easter, but most especially in this time of receiving sacraments. Because Hayden and Mackenzie are going to walk out of here looking the same, probably feeling the same, maybe a little oilier, and smelling really nice, but they'll be transformed because there is a transformation that's going to happen here. And every single one of us who receives the Eucharist should walk out of here with the recognition that we have just received Jesus Christ, body, blood, soul, and divinity into our being. That, brothers and sisters, should transform us because Jesus came so that heaven and earth could come together. And that heaven and earth coming together into its fullness is the kingdom of God. We get to experience it through the sacraments. We get to experience it in our relationships with each other. We get to experience it when we pray, but we only get a glimpse of it. We pray for the day when we will fully realize and experience the kingdom of heaven, body and soul, and stand before God and say, I did my best, and I did my best through the grace that you gave me. And I pray that each one of us takes full advantage of every sacrament we have the ability to receive so that we can be transformed day by day, sacrament by sacrament, conversation by conversation, and that we can bring about the fullness of the kingdom of God here on this campus and in the rest of the world.